Hello, welcome to Tweet the Leader in You, where we celebrate realistic leadership theories. My name is Templeton Sawyer, and I have my co-host, Scott Churchill, and we're really excited to interview all the way in the beautiful islands of Nassau, Bahamas. We are so excited to take the podcast global to another level and to grow. So just to introduce our guest, Benjamin Muldry Grant is a Christian artist and social architect residing in Nassau, Bahamas. He's passionate about international cultural di diplomacy and committed to using his faith to develop stronger communities. On January 1st, 2020, he co-founded a creative agency called Humane, which is focused on scaling the Bohemian creative economy globally. Thank you so much, Ben, for coming on. And yeah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I How are you today? Doing good. Doing good. Pretty normal Saturday. You know, just enjoying my time. That's good. That's good. That's good. So my first question to you, Ben, is tell us about you and what you are doing in the community back home in the Bahamas. Yes, yeah, so sure. Um, I am a artist, uh, like you mentioned, and my approach to art is not a specific um, medium or discipline. I look at art as a very broad spectrum that is intertwined with my life itself, similarly with faith. These are things that are not like isolated to a specific time or a specific practice, but these are my actual life. Um, so I spend my time in a way that's either cultivating my faith or my artistic development or engaged in helping to um, discipline that in more larger contexts. So I am um, currently an artist in residence at a place called Project ICE. ICE stands for the Incubator for Collaborative Expression. And like you mentioned, I am also the co-founder of a creative agency called Hamian Official. So I also um, spend time between those two platforms, engaging with young creatives, collaborating, um, building new opportunities in sustainability, in culture, creativity, and then try and be um, the network that brings together a lot of people uh, within the community here. Wow, that's awesome. That's really awesome. That's amazing, man. So speaking on your um, art, for the viewers that are not listening, what um, type of art do you do? So like I mentioned, the artwork is um, it, it's, it's a lifestyle. The art is how you live. You know, it's eating sustainably, it's cooking your own food, it's gardening, um, it's learning how to see nature and appreciate nature. And then that will just manifest itself in different practices, whether that's painting, whether that's drawing, whether that's collage work, whether that's community organizing, fashion, music, all those things I've done in some aspect before, but the real art is then any one of those specific mediums. Um, because I'm learning them in different elements, but I could stop any medium um, and still be an artist and still be practicing art because the way of life is is the art. So, um, yeah, I, I don't like to draw the line and say I focus on this or that because, you know, I've been painting, but only since January. Before that, it was something completely different. I like that. I like that. 
Wow, the the way of life is art. <laughs> Explain that more in depth. Why do you think the way of life is art? Um. Well, most people don't know how to live sustainably, um, and that's kind of all that really matters. You know, like how do you? Well, real wealth is being able to um, exist without having to work and to not die. Still have food, still have pleasures, still be able to provide all your needs, um, and what art practices is learning how to be sustainable. You're learning how to, by yourself, um, create things directly from your mind, just by setting intention. And then with what you set intention into, you have to then take care of that. So like a principle of art is learning how to be organized or um, learning how to be intuitive or um, learning how to really be intentional with your mental health and your social life and how you spend your time. All these things help to create opportunities that sustain you. And by doing this, you lessen the need to be dependent on things like other people, other jobs. Um, you're less restricted to times and places because you are more of a free individual. You know, it, it compounds, you know, your first year of, of living a sustainable artistic life may not make you money, but 10 years down the line, when you know how to provide for yourself and your family, you know how to build your own house, you know how to make revenue from making your own products, you know how to build community and sustain yourself, you know how to feed yourself, all these things are benefits that come with art. Wow, that's amazing. So for you um, here about that, you started a group, um, Humane, I think uh, Tyler was saying. Uh, so what gave you that drive to um, help and inspire other people in your community? Um, so the drive came through a lot of factors. Um, while I was in university, I was debating where I wanted to go afterwards, whether that was come back to the Bahamas, go to the U.S., go to Canada, go to the United Kingdom, or, you know, let's do graduate work. Um, I had a really big conviction to want to come back home to the Bahamas. Um, and I noticed myself moving from what I was studying, which was international relations, focusing on more like politics and policy. I saw myself being more involved in the grassroots aspect of that. So not really working for a government or a nonprofit or an NGO or a private sector company, but being involved in the things that I felt like people in my generation actually cared about, which were fashion, music, art, culture, graphic mm -hmm. design, cinematography, videography. And the push to really get it started just grew over time from having more conversations, from seeing things like Hurricane Dorian, mm -hmm. which is the Bahamas, all these things were motivations to want to come back home and mm -hmm. let home be the place that I invested um, my energy rather than somewhere else. Wow. Wow. That's really amazing. And that's really a good thought that you, even though you actually went to study um, pol political fields and also international policy, like you mentioned, you, you saw the need. And that's very important because a lot of leaders today, they don't know 
weather reflect and sometimes they they say oh my gut might be wrong by taking this direction but you see you saw the passion you saw the need that hey this is what the bohemian people needed and this is what the bohemian people would would want to see you um in that light and so speaking about your leadership how how is mentoring important to you and I, i'm asking this question to everyone because i think it's very important to when you're in leadership you have to include the mentorship aspect so how is mentoring being involved in the work that you do yeah so um and all honesty like i when i was younger i tried to do a lot of leadership things i'm not really too big on leading and mentoring like on a like slay we like on a committed level where it's saying i'm going to be over you i'm yeah. going to be you because i feel like i still have yeah. so much to learn exactly um, but from like a being mentored standpoint i could definitely say like i'm only here where i am today because i had an abundance of mentors you know from i was a kid i mm. always had people who were older than me and whatever thing i was interested in who were motivating me encouraging me you know mm-hmm. guidance even right now my artistic journey um since coming to ice one of the biggest things i wanted going there was to be mentored by the founder of ice who is antonius roberts who is in my opinion one of the greatest artists in the world right now um and even though it isn't uh i don't call him my mentor just being able to share a space mm-hmm. with him being able to ask him questions just to watch his process to be able to get actual criticism mm-hmm. from him that is both in my life and in my mm-hmm. practice and then also have a relationship with him where we can talk about things outside of work is i mean it's transformative it completely changes um your perspective and you learn so much more so much quicker than you would if you were just by yourself so i mean the biggest advice any well i don't like advice but one of the biggest recommendations is if you want to do something the fastest way to get there is to trail behind somebody who's already doing it and be able to just yeah just lean from them yeah i and i i totally agree with you um in regards to um not being committed cuz for me when i mentor people i i say that i'm i'm mentoring them but i i i mentor for a certain moment of a period and then i i'm a person that allow a lot of people to grow. So I met you for at least 2 to 3 weeks, but at the end of the day you take on the the challenge, you take on the mantle and you go forward and and grow. And if you need me, I'm here to support you. I'm here to um talk and chat with you and all that good stuff. And so that's that's one of the very most important things in when you're giving people um some time to want to grow and persons who want to to lead. So Scott, I'll, I'll hand it over over to you for questions. Yeah, so um for growth wise, I know for me growing as an actual artist in music, there's been a lot of obstacles that happened in my way. So for your artistic journey, is has there any be has there any has there any time been any um obstacles that um have happened in your journey? The biggest obstacle is yourself, I feel like um you know, because everything is just about really continuing to keep the will and the motivation. um the obstacles i've faced have just been like my own um battles with how i perceive myself doubt i mean those are the things really um but outside of that you know everything is a process i 
I understand that I mm. will not make any good art for the next 25 years. It just, no matter how prolific I am, no matter how hard I work for the next 25 years, nothing that I make will be good. You know, like it won't be quality. It'll be cute maybe, but like it takes time to reach great <laughs> and people can yeah. expect that like exactly as a musical artist as a visual artist as a cinematographer whatever it is that you do there's no shortcuts to absolutely anything and you have to go through the painful patient process of of just suffering and getting disciplined by your practice like forcing yourself to paint forcing yourself to draw forcing yourself to make music but that process of just going through it every single time, overcoming the obstacle in the moment of, I don't want to push through this. Same thing for working out. That's the stuff that mm. in the long term will, will pay off because, um, you know, it, it, you have to make it fun and it has to be a enjoyable journey. It has to be sustainable. So if the goal is like, yeah, mm. let me really knock yes. the park quick and be solid, I'll probably burn out two weeks or two years afterwards. When now I'm focused on when I'm 65 is probably when I'll be making work that I think is at a level that deserves respect. And I think that's maybe what a lot of um, young people are missing is just that patience and, and um, willingness to take time. Wow. That's, that's really, really important. Self-awareness is, is what I gathered from your message being able to be self-aware and I, I, I'm inspired that you said that, oh, you're not going to be able to have the perfect art within 20 years. I think that's what you mentioned. Um, but it, it's, it's really good to say like, hey, pardon me? It could be 40 years. It could be 50 years. Yeah, or oh, oh, yeah, 40 years. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's really important to, to be self-aware in that area that not everything will be completed overnight. And I think that's where a lot of leaders have, have seen. I've had conversations with certain friends and they've always wanted to climb the ladder of a career path or they always wanted to climb the ladder of a creativity, creative thought quickly. And I think, I think a lot of people need to think, hey, this is a process. This is a cycle that you're going through. You need to learn. You need to groom. You need to make a lot of mistakes. You need to actually have some um, down moments. And then you have to come up with some uplifting moments in order for you to grow, in order for you to develop, and in order for you to continue to be the, the person that you are um, to impact society. So that's really important. That's really important. Scott, do you want to ask a question? I think it's 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 good for you to connect in that way. Um, just another thing that I came to mind uh, with knowing. I like how you said knowing about self awareness, like what Tyler was saying and what you were uh, briefing about. It's really uh, it's really good to understand that like you like people have like it's good to have a good eager and ambition to like get to where you want. But, like, you also have to be aware that it takes time. Like, like it takes time to, like, have, like, a special craft or, like, it takes time to be able to get to where you need. Like, there's always, there's always growth and there's always evolving. Mm -hmm. And um, so, uh, basically, what I'm trying to get at is that um, for being self-aware, um, is there anything that, like, 
you would like to briefly tell the people that are watching that um, any any and I know you 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 fenced on uh, not like give you like a giving advice, but is there any advice you would like to give the viewers to uh, help them be more calm and more self aware and more like appreciative of going through the journey of their growth of whatever that career is maybe. Yeah, so the one piece of advice that I do give people is always to follow the spirit. Always follow your intuition um, because that is outside of anything physical, outside of any words or quotes. Like everybody has an intuition, you know, and there is no right or wrong thing to do. What matters is like what feels comfortable. And, and mm-hmm. the most important is being true to that and having integrity in that. So first for a lot of people, they don't really even have uh, a sense of what their intuition is, of what their spirit is. So for some people, they may need to do some soul searching. You know, you may need to dig into whatever spirituality you believe in and make that a discipline. Maybe it's that you need to become more in tune with nature. Maybe it's that you have to have more talks with your family and your parents and like work out some of the struggles that you had in the first place because we all have a lot of noise and distraction. Um, so, you know, first and foremost, you got to know what it is you want. You got to be able to learn and listen to yourself in a lot of situations. Um, and then once you have an idea that you just have to just follow it and um, trust that the right doors will open and the wrong doors will close. You know, like I've been in situations where we've had meetings with big companies about partnership. And we've turned down offers because there was a lack of um, just that right feeling. There wasn't that feeling of, you know, mutual respect or mutual vision. And some people would be like, oh, why would you say no to that? Um, Or why would you take this opportunity? Or why would you not work? You know your worth. (laughs) You have to be able to, you know, you have to to make a play for yourself in the future. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that yep. there's a connection between your spirit and your body and you want to always make things that fuel your spirit because that's what's going to keep you going. If you ain't pouring back into yourself, um, then you are just going to burn out, you know, because you're not going to enjoy it and then you're going to want to stop. So just finding out what it is you really like, um, spend less time on social media, spend less time on Netflix, spend less time watching movies and spend more time just... Being in real life is always a good starting point. I like that because um, I know I said like, yes, um, for the viewers, but like, it's also, I'm asking you these questions for myself too. So thank you for that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, um, Ben, for just sharing your thoughts and sharing your words of wisdom with us today, because it's very important um, to see the story and to, and to see the advice and, and the lessons that you've learned throughout the journey so that other people will learn the way of life. So thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. When you are in leadership and when you are growing, know that you have to be self-aware. Know that you have to grow. Know that you have to develop. Know that you have to go through things. Know that um, there's going to be some length of time in order for you to complete a project, in order for you to complete something that you want to um, advocate for or to move that will be able to help the community more better. 
No, no, there are some layers of life. It's called something that I would say time cautions or no, I wouldn't say time caution. I would call it maybe time motivation. Time motivation is when you actually have to seek the ways of time and know that each second, each minute, each hour, you have to use value-wise in order to move forward. So know your time motivation. Know what you're doing with your time and know how it's going to be valued and impacted in the community. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and we'll see you at the next one. Have a great day, everyone.